You are now experiencing the roller coaster known as country music. Sit back, relax, keep your hands and feet inside the vehicle at all times, fasten your seat belts, and be sure to tip your waiters and waitresses. Now, without further ado, your guides, Ryan and Jordan. This is the Country Music Critic. Wow. Well, after 40 years, we're back together. Yeah. I feel like I ain't seen you. <laughs> it's been a while, hasn't yeah, it? Yeah. You know? It has. We've had so much going on. Too much. Yeah, and I feel like, I don't know, there's something different every day. Yeah, it is. Which, I mean, you're working on on your house. That never ends. And it's so hot. And it's insane. Yeah. It's like, like a sentence. <laughs> like, I feel like I did a crime, and this is the yeah. sentence. Yeah. Makes you're, you want to get right with Jesus. Yeah. yeah. Well, it kind of makes you feel like you're on the outskirts of hell. Yeah. I mean, literally. So hot. We started on the side at 5 o'clock in the morning you got Saturday. To. You got to. To try to beat the heat. Yeah. Then my uncle was in from South Carolina. He come on Thursday. And, like, when he come over, I kind of visited with him and hung out with him. Because, you know, you can't really work. Right. While you're doing that, because you don't want to be rude. Yeah. And then Saturday, my dad and my aunt from Lexington and my dad's from Tennessee, they all come up to see him and kind of my house is the meeting spot. Yeah. Well, the only room that would accommodate that is the kitchen. Yeah. So I had to crank up the air, the little window unit, by the way. (laughs) And we got some pizza because I wasn't going to, I wasn't going to heat up the oven. Or right. cook on a grill. Yeah. It was so hot, you wouldn't even need a grill. Just lay it out there. Yeah. No, you're, I mean, you're right. It's like some days when I deliver, you know, mail, it gets so hot, I just put something, you know, right on the dash, and it's warm enough to eat Well, <laughs> before and, too long. And here's the thing. You got the window down, so, like, the air is always fighting the heat. Oh, yeah. It's constantly you know, running. It's never yeah, going to shut off. It's not yeah. like you're going somewhere. Yeah. In my brand-new truck, by the way, mm-hmm. I have to turn it down sometimes. Oh, man. Because it's First so world cold. problems. Yeah, I know, you know. So, <laughs> it's a blessed problem. Yeah, for have. sure. For sure. I just uh, fixed my headlight on my yeah, mail Jeep, and now I have a turn signal out. <laughs> okay, that's the way it goes. Oh, yeah, yeah. You replace yeah. two bulbs, and another one pops. Right. So, whew, what's 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 on your mind? Well, I mean, on my mind is my job and my house. Yeah. Nothing country music. Lich, when we get into that, it it's really, i tell you what, I'm going to save all of it. What's on your mind? What about these aliens? Aliens? I didn't know nothing about this. Have you not heard anything about this? No. Are you nothing. serious? I'm serious. Now, my sister last week said that she swears that the world is flat and that we've never oh, been to the moon. God. Uh, All of a sudden. Okay. Well, I'm going to jump, hip, skip, and hop right over that. The uh, all right, So they had a Senate hearing. And in the Senate hearing, they had these folks who are retired uh, government officials, okay? Yeah. Like, legit claim under oath that they have crashed uh, UFOs, which they now call them uh, UFOs. 
peas. Mm. I think it's because they're trying to get rid of the you know, stigma of all of, of the... fiction. Uh, Isn't that what UFO stands for? Like the F is unid- fiction. Unidentified flying oh, object. Oh, okay. I see. <laughs> okay, so... Huh. But, yeah, and also, that's not even the craziest thing. That's not even the craziest thing. The craziest thing was that he said that they had recovered the remains of the uh, drivers of those unidentified objects. And they are not of human biology. Here's the thing, though. Can you really believe anything with who we have in charge right now? He's got nothing to do with it. I know it, but still, like, I don't know. See, you believe it. I don't believe it. I don't believe there's nothing else out there, but you believe in the third dimension, too. So I believe in a bunch of stuff. Yeah. I believe that uh, we don't know everything that's going on. I believe that there are things in this world that we are not meant to believe. Speaking of that, my neighbor across the street come over and told me that the United States of America is preparing for the first white person holocaust. <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, he gave me links to look up. Oh, well, so, there's always links. You know. And usually when you click on them, it's that, it's that dude that's sitting on the edge of his bed. Just his dong hanging out. <laughs> right? Yeah, I mean, you know, I was being neighborly. Yeah. I didn't want to be like, I don't know, but... Anyways. I mean, it's hard to get. A lot of people have a whole lot of conspiracies that they know for a fact. There's a lot out there. But in the past. Look at where it got Alex Jones. Well, I think he done some of that for entertainment. But he some did. of it, I believe he did, he did believe. Well, some like, of it's. With his whole heart. I mean, some of it's he true. It, some of it's know? true. He wasn't, like, completely out of his mind. No. He said uh, the thing about, you know, a pedophile island which was uh, Jeffrey Epstein, he he said something about that 10 years before it came out. Yeah. He also said something about a chemical that they're using you know, to kill uh, weeds that are turning frogs gay. And it's true. It's not necessarily turning them gay, but it, it well, is... That's it, the part that I didn't understand. It's uh, you know, changing their gender. Oh. It's legit because the guy who's running against Joe Biden for the you know a democrat nomination he has done research on it they have sued these companies who are you know developing cuz that's that's what he did for you know living for years you know RFK Jr um he was an attorney an environmental you know attorney so he would go after you know companies that were you know producing you know chemicals and yeah. uh, procedures that kind of you know, hurt the environment or hurt, you know, animals or whatever. So he was talking about it. It's the same thing Alice Jones was talking about. Except he, you know, said it in a way where it was more understandable and yeah. it wasn't as ridiculous. Alex Jones, he liked to push that, you know, limit. I he love to push it, past him it. and Joe Rogan. Like, I will go back and listen to that yeah. multiple times. It's so entertaining. And the thing is, is like, he is, like, he believed, like, he would die for it. Well, he believes what he is saying. He has fully. he has facts. Yeah. Now yeah. he screwed up and the he's whole so Sandy serious. Hook part. 
and like when he delivers it, like you almost think, like, you know, he doesn't say anything unless he has enough, you know, evidence to where he can you know, push it. Yeah. Now the issue with him, the only reason he got shunned and he got, you know, put in this little hole that he's in now, is because he said all that stuff about you know, Sandy Hook, how it was all yeah. you know, fabricated. And he has you know, since came back and said, you know, I was wrong. I was you know, showed all this information. I showed all these videos. And it turns out that I believed it before I knew all the facts. So I apologize. Yeah. But the, the issue there is he's got all these followers who believe everything that he says. So as soon as he made that comment that it was a hoax, all his followers went out and attacked the victims' families of these kids that just got murdered. Wow. That's why he is now under the ground, basically. Yeah. He, it's going to, I don't know that he'll ever make it out. Yeah. But I wonder if Joe will ever have him back on. I'm sure he will. Yeah. I'm sure he will. He's, I mean, he's friends with him. Well, yeah. Um, and, and Joe has that guy on that's like the most wanted uh, tech guy. What's his uh, name? The one that lives in Russia? Yeah. Snowden. Yeah, Edward Snowden. Yeah. He's had him on, so, yeah. you know. See, yeah, he's a criminal, but he shouldn't be. Yeah. He's a whistleblower. True. true. And he blew the whistle on the government, stealing our information and uh, watching everything that we do. <laughs> it's just hard to believe we have some trans frogs now. Yeah. You know? Well. That's yeah. crazy. They legit, they don't even got to go through surgery. They just had yeah. this little chemical and it switched them. That's crazy. Yeah, you know, male frogs that are producing viable eggs and having tadpoles. You know, one thing that I wish we could get rid of is mosquitoes. They give no purpose on Earth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, you're None. right. I mean, like, bats eat them. Yeah, and I've got a bat box, by the way. Yeah. I bought one you're off telling Amazon. Me about that. Yeah. I've not seen anything happen yet, but I need some type of bat call to get them in here or a light oh. or something. I mean, you would think as you know, close as we are to the caves, you right. wouldn't have any issue. Now, I know some people in Glasgow that said that they've seen bats flying around at night, yeah. so who knows? At our house back in uh, Monroe County, when I you know, grew up at, there are a ton of bats every night. Really? Flying around. Oh. Like, I'm, I'm talking hundreds. Did you have bad mosquito problems? No. See? Not growing up. They eat a thousand mosquitoes yeah. an hour. Yep, yep. That is insane. <laughs> That's I would I love to have them here. Yeah. I mean, I mean you're not far from Mammoth Cave, so. No. So, anyways, we've got a big episode. We mm-hmm. have not decided yet how far this is going to go. It's going to depend on how long it takes, I think, to get through this. Right. But before it's, we get started. Yeah. I want to say it is a cool premise. It's not something we usually do. Cool. So and I'm going to applaud you for doing that. I'm not going to talk more about it until yeah. we get to it. Okay. So, some really cool country music news. Craig Morgan re-enlist into the Army Reserve at age 59 and will hold the rank of a staff sergeant and warrant officer. You know, somebody that makes an easy 40 grand a show yeah. has had tons of hits, who is just a super nice guy who doesn't have any enemies that I know of, right. would sign back up to do that. I mean, that... He loves his country. Yeah. You know, that is awesome. That's, also. Uh, that's something you're not going to see from a lot of them. No, not at all. Which, I mean, you know, he is almost 60, so. 
Yeah. I'm sure he can't tour as much as he once did, but. Yeah, I don't know. He's, I mean, he's in demand for some places. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not talking like right, stadiums, right, right. but like he he's in good shape still. Yeah, oh, yeah. He's in good shape. So, I yeah. mean, he has the potential to. He had some very heart-touching songs. I wonder. Now, I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm just saying. What if he is, you know, going back to the military um, to serve, and it gives him an uptick and maybe demand for his you know, music? Yeah, you know? I mean, it could. It's very possible. And I just wonder. And like, I'm. I don't think he would do this to be that type of person. But just realistically speaking, as a country singer, if you're not loaded, they have to have some type of insurance. I wonder yeah. if, you know, because you get the VA insurance, but he's already been a soldier before, mm-hmm. so he should already have good yeah. insurance. I mean, I don't know if it's good, but... That, that's another thing I was about yeah. to correct myself. Because <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it's good. They do not treat our soldiers as good as they should. Man, they make them jump through so many hoops just to get... Which is insane. A, a, a teeth cleaning. Like, yeah. it's, in, it's nuts, man. And then they make them drive, like, hours away. Yeah, yep. to, to even, see specific doctors. And then you got to be in that network. Yep. They hey, tell you who to see. Any American, or not even American, just anyone who has served for our United States military should be able to walk into any physician's office and get care. I believe so. Without being hassled. Yeah. And I don't care if you was a pencil person or if you was a sniper. Right. You should be able to get it across the board. I agree with you, but I don't know that it'll ever do that. Yeah. Unfortunately. I want to give a shout-out to somebody who said they were going to check out the show. I ordered some merchandise off of TikTok Shop. And I've got to tell you, Jordan, these T-shirt ideas and this T-shirt business, some of these people are making forty grand a month. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Dude, I don't know why you haven't dived in yet. I mean, what is your hold-up? I'm still waiting on my Christmas present. Anyways. <laughs> My wife's supposed to get me a printer oh. so I, I could print the designs out, and she still hasn't got it. So this is Cactus Avenue. She come out with a line of the Jason Aldean, try that in a small town on the back of the shirt, mm-hmm. and it has a water tower where she will put the town that you're from on the shirt. That's cool. Yeah, it's very cool. But the coolest thing that I got was the Zach Bryan poem, which... Mm. I love that part where, and I know I'm going to get it wrong, I will not fear today because, or I will not fear tomorrow because of that today's been enough in itself. And I know I didn't even get it close, but I love his poem on mm-hmm. that. And I'm debating right now if I'm going to spend $1,600 for me and Presley to go see him in Tennessee because she's a diehard fan, I'm a diehard fan, and, man, you only live once. That's true. But I don't want to stand front row for all the opening acts. Does that make me sound like an asshole? No, it just makes you sound like an old man. Yeah. Like, I, it's going to be hot. <laughs> I got to pee. I can't get my wife yeah. to stand in the front either. Yeah, I mean, you know. She don't want to be in the back. She don't want to like, be in I the front. But, like, I want to high-five her guitar pick. No, 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 no. She ain't getting up there with all that mess. Okay. It's, yeah, too much going on up there for her. Yeah. Now, like, I don't care to fight through it. For the artist, like if right. we're there for two hours, yeah. we're going to have to be there like seven hours. Yeah. The whole t- like, if you do make it to front row and you have to pee, you lost it. Uh, 
Unless, because it's go. not individual seating. I mean, if you're a true fan like the Swifties, then you just wear an adult diaper. Oh, my gosh. Did they really do that? <laughs> a lot Did of you them. see a video of that? A lot of them doing it. Oh, my gosh. So, I don't know if they're going number two, but they're for sure you know, peeing in their pants. If we don't get started, we'll never get done. Well, so here's the before last... we get started on the last item, I want to say um, I didn't – I wasn't planning on you know, going into, into anything personal, but I did – I have to applaud my wife. Um, we had something extremely difficult come up. Um, it was something we hadn't told anybody. Uh, just our our you know, parents and you know immediate family, and I you know, told you. Um, but we were expecting our you know, third child, and this past week we went for a. Uh, you know, what's it called? I went blank. Checkup. Well, no. The uh, little video. Ultrasound. Yeah. Why Why can I think of that? Uh, we yeah, <clears throat> watched the ultrasound, and there wasn't anything going on. She had had a miscarriage. And the roller coaster of emotions that she's been going through we've been going through see it's not the same for the father it is for the mother because it didn't grow inside of us you know right like it's just like my second child like i it honestly wasn't like it was real until he was here for whatever reason now my first child the whole time i'm like worried everything's nuts you know i'm like uh scared to death on pins and needles the whole time because i was afraid something was going to go wrong he turned out fine, and then the you know, second one comes, and everything's normal. He's great, but it didn't hit me that he was real until he got here, like until he was born. Now, this one, I started, like, I felt a little different about this one because I knew, you know, probably this is going to be the last one. Right. Um. So, but, like, as soon as we heard that, you know, she had miscarried, I, it didn't sink in for me. And it absolutely yeah, destroyed her. And it still does. Yeah. Like, she'll sit and cry just because. But she, ha, it, it's amazing how she has, I don't I don't I don't know how she's so strong, but she is. And I gotta give her a shout out. And just wanna tell you I'm proud of you and I love you. And I'm sorry. I don't know what else to say to you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like that's the that's the worst part. Say, yeah. You know? I don't I don't know you don't know what to say, you don't know what to do. Because ultimately I don't know if there's anything you can say or do to help, but Well and you know, I don't. I think you've talked about this before on the show, but you know, you guys, y'all had a hard time getting started oh, from yeah. the beginning. So she had that to yeah. probably in the back of her mind as well. We had started you know? trying to get uh, pregnant. Well, we tried to get pregnant for nine hundred and seventy, no, nine hundred and ninety-seven days, and uh, That's finally, a long time. Finally, yeah, I got one. 
I got one to take. Yeah. I got one past the gully. And there you uh go. Yeah, second one was easy, and this one, you know, we kind of delays. We're like, we want to make sure everything's right. It's never right, hundred percent though. You know, right. there's always going to be something like, well, I don't know if you should because this, that, that, but yeah. So, and then yeah, you know, this happens, and it just kind of throws a whole wrench into it. It kind of makes you wonder, you know, is this not what we're supposed to do, or right, you know? But I told her, I said, all we can do is just live. Yeah. And just pray about it. And, you know, if this is what we need to do, then, I mean, we'll do it. And, you know, I I want to praise God because, you know, you guys have two healthy children. Mm-hmm. And most of the time when couples have that trouble of where it takes so long, yeah. they don't really have a strong, healthy child. Right. And you guys do. Y'all mm-hmm. have two healthy boys. I seen the baby on that photo from yesterday at your grandpa's. Yeah. Y'all might want to pull back on feeding him so much. He about swelled up, ain't he? <laughs> well, he's starting to thin out now. <laughs> he's a healthy little feller. Man, he ain't missing no meals, I'll <laughs> yeah. tell you that. Yeah. He's stout, I've seen those big chubby cheeks on yeah, him. He's got I'm like, wow. He it's probably got... bosses his brother around. Yeah, he's like me. He's got a head like a bastard <laughs> house cat. <laughs> yeah, man. I'll keep your wife in our prayers, man. Appreciate it. You know. Um, so before I mean, we get to the very, very last one, I got one. Okay, last okay, thing. okay. We have to say rest in peace to Donnie Baker. Ron yeah. Sexton passed mm-hmm. away on the tour bus of a heart attack last Friday. Yeah. And I remember hearing him when I was a kid on the Bob and Tom show around 2003. I enjoyed I him it was on older Bob and Tom. than that, but it wasn't. Yeah. It was 2003. It seems like it was, but it wasn't. It does, doesn't yeah. it? I enjoyed him on the Bob and Tom show. And you were telling me that you wasn't a massive fan. No, I wasn't a huge fan. Like, because I kind of, I don't, I don't, I do this for some reason. Like, when somebody has an act that they do about people from the country, and that's kind of what he did. I'm not saying that's why he was doing it, was to make fun, because I, I, I've heard lots of people say, how great of a guy he was. And, oh, yeah. And, you know, how he was just as nice as he could be and all this. But I just wasn't a big fan of the character, you know. Yeah. But. I, I loved his skit about uh, his neighbor from the north stealing his boat, and he wrote a letter to Kid Rock asking for help because mm-hmm. he wanted to ball with the ball all the way down, you know. It, <laughs> it was just funny. You had, And then, of course, the discount karate. I was a massive mm-hmm. fan. I always wanted to go see him live. Yeah. You know, he really made a great life. Oh, yeah, he did. doing that, you know. Well, I mean, if you got a talent, you got to take advantage of it. That's right. And we're going to have to clear the air on this. Well, and speaking of you know, somebody having a talent and taking advantage of it, this next gentleman we're talking about. Okay. So, I will let you... So, what we're going to talk about is the Tyler Childers song. Yep. Which, I must say, before and now, that is an outstanding, well-written song. No matter what video goes along with it. I, I think it's a, I mean, it's... For you. It's awesome. Yeah, it's a great It song. is an outstanding love song. And you know now, this album's going to be just absolute fire yes it's gonna be good because he is a fantastic artist now you go ahead with your thoughts on the video 
Um, I know he got a producer from Eastern Kentucky. Yeah, neighborhood. I don't know if it's the same neighborhood he grew up in in Paintsville, but he's from over in that area. That's uh, you know the guy who produced it. He's a he's an author. He's written multiple books. He's one of the most uh, published writers in the state of Kentucky. I don't know if you were aware of that. No. I can't remember the. I can't remember his name. I've heard him talk now, about it a bunch. Was his cousin his inspiration, or was he part of writing the story? I don't. Because I, I know. Remember. From what I've heard, he did this to pay respects and uh, to his cousin. Had something to do with his cousin. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know that part. Gay, no. and he he done that for him. Yeah. But anyway, so what's your thoughts? I mean, my thoughts are just I get uneasy when a man and a woman kiss in a video. Yeah, more than a couple times. Really? <laughs> like, I do. I don't like, yeah. because I think it's just, it's not something that I wouldn't want somebody, like, like to be right in front of me, yeah, doing that constantly. But in a genre that's, you know, close to country music, I mean, Americana is what they, you know, classified as technically. That's uh, kind of wild that he, he would do it. But then I started thinking, if he was paying homage to his cousin, I understand that, and I appreciate that. You know, a lot of times, yeah, you know, people who are in small, uh, you know, classification, uh, well, you know, categories, I guess, in small communities, they get kind of pushed into a hole. You know, they're not represented. They're kind of shunned, if you will, because. Yeah, you know, people fear and people you know, don't like what they don't understand. And although I didn't really like all of it in the in the video, I thought they could have done it a lot more uh, pulled back. Like it could have been the same story, just not with uh, the aggressiveness. Yeah. If if it was just if it was brought down a couple notches, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I would have been fine with it. I wouldn't have had any issue because this may be what pulls Mr. Yeah, Timothy Tyler Childers into country music because the last award shows and all these festivals they do, what's something that you see every time now? You, you see, you see, uh, uh, transsexuals, you see, yeah, you know, people of these yeah, you know, minorities, you know. Yeah. LGBTQ um the woke train. Well I wouldn't really call it woke. It's the woke is when you think everybody has to agree with it. It's that's that's the woke part. I think if somebody's gonna do it, you know, do it. As long as it's not hurting somebody else, I don't care. But I think since he has put this video out that you know, mainstream country music that's been trying for lack of a better term to push you know this agenda on to country music to make it progress because you've seen um I say who all had people dancing behind them like that Kelsey Ballerina yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, Kelsey Ballerini. He went up there. He he went up to her. Yeah. <laughs> so well, I think he's going to be accepted by country a lot more now. Here's my thoughts. Before he released this video, they were sitting in a room, and I'm sure somebody spoke up and said, you're going to divide your fan base. And he probably said, I don't care. Yeah. You know, because I feel like uh, he's he's kind of like, uh, I don't know. I you, you see a difference in some of these artists, not musically, but things like this, like with Sturgill when he finally got that big record deal. Yeah. Tyler, I'm not for sure. Is he signed? He's I think signed, he is yeah. with somebody, like 30 Tigers or something. Uh, but here's my thoughts on the whole thing. If it was me, I would have not did that type of video. But I feel like the fans are playing checks mix with it. Because here's the here's my thoughts on it. You fell in love with Tyler when he was singing about drinking, womanizing, getting higher than the grocery bill. And you know all the words to the belt buckle making an impression on the inside of her thigh and being too fucked up to get home. And you're cool with songs about him singing, you know, I'd rather go to hell if I can't take my hounds to heaven. But we release a gay video and people don't want to be fans of him no more. I mean, here's my thoughts. You can't scream religion unless... You know, you can't really be, you know, do you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, I do. Like, if you're going to say that the video bothers you because of religion, yeah. and I truly, I have a stance on it too, Yeah. but I feel like everybody at night should not feel like they have to hide who they love. They right. shouldn't. No. Even if I don't agree with it, it's right. it's not me that has to live that life. It's not you so, having to love them. Right. <laughs> you know. And here's the thing, like, you... It is so hypocritical for people to be mad at him over doing a gay video, but it's okay to sing about all the other stuff that is a sin, too. Right. So you can't say that it's a religion thing. Well... That's what gets me. And yeah. I And I thought hard about this. Right. Because I was really on the fence when I heard the video come out. I think even you did a post on our page. I did. I like, shared it. I didn't even watch the video I was because wondering. I loved the song. Let me tell you, honestly, I was just waiting for you to watch it. And be like, what the <laughs> f- yeah. Well, like, I watched it, and, like, I had told my kids, turn down the TV, I'm trying to watch this video. And then when they're making out, I'm like, are my kids going to think that I'm, like, watching gay porn what's daddy watching yes because and now i've made everybody get quiet so i can watch two men kiss you know but my thoughts on it are it's a great song and if you cannot see past a silly old video then maybe you are the problem that's my stance on it if it was me like i i don't support the video but it doesn't bother me at the same time. It was a little extreme for me, you know, personally, but yeah. as far as... I don't, but you said it would have been a stream if it was a guy and a girl making out. Yeah, yeah I mean, it, so, at that like you know, level... I, oh, yeah. Was I mean, an, it, it was wasn't a peck on the cheek. No, 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 no. I mean, they were tongue-locking. I'm pretty sure 
he had lockjaw. Like I'm pretty oh, sure. Like yeah, yeah. And and I mean such a and the TikTok videos are insane. Yeah. There's people burning stuff, and then the one guy <laughs> it's playing, he comes up to hug somebody while he's setting the fence. <laughs> he beats him up. It's just crazy. So, anyways. Any more thoughts on that? Because if we don't get started, yeah, you guys are gonna have our first world record two-hour podcast. Yeah. So this is something that I thought about because the room is not fully together, but when it is together, we're gonna dedicate these episodes directly to an artist. Mm-hmm. But until then, tonight we're gonna do thirty songs that are thirty this year, and I must say. It's one of the greatest playlists of all time if you love country music. Especially 90s country, yeah. Yeah, and there is only one artist on here that has three, maybe four songs that year. And it's not an artist that I thought it would be, you know? Like, I really thought that it would be a different artist. But it's Clint Black. He had three singles that year. That did really, really, really well. Well, I mean, it's kind of his heyday. It was. So, here we go. We're going to kick it off with the first one. Oh, are you going going from the top? Yeah, from the top to the bottom. All right. Sound good? Mm-hmm. I would have right. went from the bottom to the top, like a countdown. That's what she said. <laughs> I don't think it gets any bigger than this one. This song will be a legendary song forever. Yeah. There's been so many spinoffs of this song, too. Yes. <laughs> and, like, the video is so dated. Yeah. You know? I mean, here we are talking about Tyler Childers, and this is the first gay video in country music. How? <laughs> yeah, the dudes laying on the car together? It was oh, a joke. It was a joke. Yeah. But I know you, you, he got so offended when I said that about Alan Jackson's video. Yeah. <laughs> so, do you know that a hand... Uh, a burger and a great snow cone. Do you know what that actually means? Burger and a grape snow cone? It is a euthanism. Mm, for what? Used to describe oral sex or the 69 position in the Urban Dictionary. Hoochie Coochie refers to a drunken woman's genitals. Yeah, I could see that. The first two lines are way down yonder on the Chattahoochee. It gets hotter than a hoochie-coochie. Basically, Alan is comparing the temperatures down by the river Mm -hmm. to an intoxicated woman's vagina. Now, I don't know if he meant that when they wrote the song, but it's very, very clever. I wonder when those definitions came. (laughs) I don't know, but he says, We laid rubber on the Georgia asphalt. We got a little crazy, but we never got caught. Mm -hmm. He is talking about a construction project, according to this, which doesn't make any sense. But he had plenty of wood. The hamburger is obviously (laughs) the vagina and the grape snow cone together, is what that means. So he settled for a burger and a grape snow cone, which is oral sex, according to the Urban Dictionary. I never knew that. Hmm. A little bit of quietness here. Yeah, I never knew that either. Yeah. It's kind of... I mean, it's on the internet, so it's got to be true. I understand Hoochie Coochie, and I understand... I mean, can you look at that video right now? 
with the four men have paws in the back of that pickup truck with their shirts off and tell me that they're not gay? Not then. They might not have said they were. They were buddies. I, it always have you starts not done that, that with a buddy? No. Rode on the back of the truck? Not with uh, no girls present, no. Well, not at that age. Really? Yeah. Huh. Well, so Chattahoochee is the number one song out of the group of songs that we're doing. Uh, the next one was by an, a Kentucky boy, mm-hmm. John Michael Montgomery. This song was, it was big for me. I remember playing it for a girl. I like the feeling mm. Such a great it's love a, song. It is a really good love song. I like the sound of your sweet and he's got, he's got a very unique, smooth country voice. Yes, he does. Like, and how you're such a great great love song there was a lot of love making going on in 1993 I think that's all that was going on yes either leaving or loving yeah. you know like, uh, so no. I'm excited about some of the songs that are coming I know it's such a great playlist so and by the way we're going to make a Spotify playlist of our 30 for 30 mm. for you guys and I want y'all to go listen the next one well we're not going to be able to all of them why because of Garth. Oh, I know. I was going to bring that up when we got to him. Like, you're going to hear the instrumental of Garth's song because Garth has banned everyone, everywhere on Amazon. from playing his music. So, the next one is from the King, Mr. George Strait, which he did two nights in Nashville, sold out with Chris Stapleton, and people on Saturday night are complaining because he only got to do a 40-minute set because of the rain, and they're wanting their money back, which is, come on, people. Yeah. I mean, like, what is he supposed to do? Reschedule the show so you could see another 40 minutes max? Mm, you know? Yeah. Give him a break. Anyways, easy come, easy go. Another great love song. It's not I my favorite it. song of his, but it's good. She's had I, w- I would love to just crank this up. I've had enough of her too. Such a great song. I might as well it's go home and set her free. Strong, I think. She's already turned me loose. No fault, no blame, nobody done no wrong. Just so smooth. That's just the way it sometimes. I'm gonna tell you. Sometimes there's one song. Just don't get it. That I'm looking forward to it wasn't this one to hit the road goodbye farewell so long did you know that he was a big Frank Sinatra fan George Strait I didn't know that yeah that seems sure it's a little weird yeah it is but, you wouldn't picture that I mean Frank Sinatra was he was I never could get into that. Uh, it was it was its own era. Yeah. The next one, of course, is one, one of my of the, favorite ones on the whole list. This really? is the one I was excited yeah. about. Yeah. He is like a class of the nineties icon. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mr. Yeah. Tracy Lawrence. His hair is fantastic. And such a awesome song. This song is so great. 
It's probably one of the greatest country songs of all time, to be it's, honest. It's one of my favorite ones. I didn't like country at that time. Really? I loved this song. I would scream it. Really? It's, I mean, it's a sad song. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he spoke to so many women. Yeah. Like, spoke right to their heart. Mm-hmm. And they loved it. And then he went down on the Chattahoochee. <laughs> Lord. Because <laughs> he talked his way into it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you. He is, he's really good in concert, too. He covers all the hits. Like, oh, yeah. you don't hold any of them back. I mean, that's what you should do. Yeah. If you're a classic act, like he is. This next one. Kentuckian. I will never get over the fact that he was in Sling Blade. <laughs> I mean, wow. Man, he's one of my grandmother's favorite artists of all time. Yeah. You know? My wife cannot stand him. I've got a cousin who thinks that he's the worst singer of all time. Yeah. You know? I mean, Here it is. It's not great, but... Mr. Dwight Yoakam, as fast as you. He's entertaining. Now, he didn't originally release this, did he? I was thinking somebody else did. I don't know. Maybe I'll be yeah, like... Maybe I'm pretty sure he is not the original singer of this song. I'll research That'll be a good idea. Yeah, I feel like it's somebody big, like Elvis or something. Oh, Kentucky boy. Yeah. Was he the original singer? Uh, I mean, it's saying that it was his song. Yeah, I'm looking for who wrote it, but it's Maybe song and was. lyrics by Dwight Yoakam. Yeah. Okay. Well, that was a massive song. Yeah. I mean, it was. The next one's from a group that you don't hear much about anymore, but I always like their music too. They had another one. I always thought it was one I, guy. Really? I thought Sawyer his name Brown? was Brown. Yeah. This is thank God for you. I like that song that they have. Some girls do. Yeah. Some girls don't like boys like me. Oh, but some girls do. Yeah, it's a good song. They always said that he put on a hell of a show. Like, he was very energetic on stage. Looks like he's going to throw his shoulders out while he's singing. He's wearing a baseball jersey. How about that? Look at him. He's a Phillies fan. Oh. Just... He should have had like a John Crook jersey on. It's a jersey. You don't have nobody's number or name on the back. Like some of these songs, I'm sorry, but I feel like playing them all the way through. Yeah, I know. He's Just getting because it. they're good. He's getting it in that he was, video. Right? He was really getting down. He was like the uh, Michael Jackson dancer of country music. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, really? Yeah. I hope he didn't I have haven't a seen nobody line, else. But... 
No. Yeah. No, not like that. Yeah. Definitely not. The next one's uh, another Kentucky artist, Patty Loveless. Blame it on your heart. Do you, now, do you remember any of these songs? I know you remember Tracy, but like uh, as a kid, did these take you back a little? Yeah. I'm, let's see. Without jumping too far ahead. Right, right, right. So far, I knew this one. Yeah. I like Patty Loveless. Um, I knew Chattahoochee. I knew Alibis. Uh, Fast as you. And thank God for you. And I, I knew of the other ones that we played, but I, I didn't really know them as much as. Like so far, my favorite one's Alibis. Yeah. And then I would probably say, uh, yeah, blame it on your heart. Yeah. It would just play. The next one is by Mr. Joe Diffie. Yeah. John it's a classic. Dude, yeah. Green. That's something I always wanted to do. Climb on a water tower. You know, I did spray a stop sign one time. This song got in a band. No, this wasn't it. I was about to say, why would you ban this? You said something about a water tower. Yeah. That's what it reminded me of. climbed up on the water tower and painted her name. Then this was the song. Oh, no. Listen to this part right here. On a hot summer night, he wrote Billy Bob Love Charlene. You remember Yogi? Yeah. Billy and yeah. Charlene? I know, that was wild. We used to always aggravate them. You remember yeah, that? I do. Yeah. I Billy loves Charlene. Yeah, we worked with a guy named uh, yeah, Billy, and he dated a girl named Charlene. I wonder what he's up to now. He still lives here. He's kind of old, wasn't he? He moved to Indiana, but he, he moved back. Is he still with Charlene? I think so. Okay. I think so. Wow. I keep up with on Facebook song. This next one launched an artist's career massively. And I just seen this artist on TikTok in a like a bar getting ready to he just did a little test run. Yeah. He didn't look too hot. Well, he's had cancer and he's yeah. been going through all that, but and I never was fanning of his song. This is right. this is the only song I liked that he ever did. Really? Yeah. The rest of them are so He always corny. had a little corny songs. So corny. Right. I hated that. Now, I did like, uh, How Do You Like Me Now? I, that was so I was dumb. in high school about yeah. that time. It was, it was a generic song to me. Always was. I'm going to tell you right now. Every song on this list could easily be in the top 100 greatest country songs of all time. Every one of these. Uh, I, would, I would disagree with that. A lot of them. I'm I mean, not saying they'd be top right, five. Right, right, Top you, 100. Yeah, I don't even think that. I think you got half of them, in my opinion, would be top 100. Yeah. Maybe. It'd be close. I mean, that's a lot. For one year, that's a ton. It is a ton of massive hits. Yeah. This next one was by the great Lori Morgan. What part of no? I just can't help but think of that song, Something in Red. That was one of her massive yeah. hits. 
The next one, as I said, you're not going to hear Garth's voice, but it was somewhere other than tonight is when Garth released this in 1993. Somebody else singing it? You remember that song? No. Of all the Garth songs, I don't remember this one. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. Damn this rain. But it's not one of my favorites. He's got a a lot of them on there. Yeah, he does. He's got another one coming up that I like better. This one right here, man. I was a massive Clay Walker fan back in the day. Was you a Clay Walker fan? Not particularly. He had some really good songs. I always thought it was impressive. Like, he lived in a double-wide trailer, like, even after his fame for the longest time. Frugal. Yeah, he's got a lot of kids nowadays. He's got, like, seven kids. Who's the one? Is he the one that went off on the bus driver? He is. That's what I thought. You know, they banned that video of mine on TikTok. Did they? Yeah. Like this song right here reminds me of a summer night with the windows down, this song cranked up, driving down a country road. Yeah, I could see that. Yes. Yeah. I this mean, next one. I knew that song, but it's not one of my favorite. From the duo of all time. Yeah, they're the best duo of all time in country music, hands down. I don't like, think you could say anybody else. Like who else could you put together and even do this good? None. Um, and, you know, I've always wondered what the true story is because there's a lot of people that say that they can't stand each other, and there's a lot of people that say that they get along really well. I know they were meant to have separate record deals yeah. but were put together, and then Ronnie tried to go out on his own, mm-hmm. and obviously that didn't go too well. But I feel like out of all duos, like they are country, they pay respect to country, and all of that stuff. You know, but this was a uh, rock my world little country girl. This is actually a song that took off with Keith or Kicks being the singer. I always, I always thought he looked like uh, Dale Earnhardt. Have you seen the video of him and Dale standing side by side no. in the music video? Uh-uh. There is a music video where they're out in Vegas. I can't remember which song it was, but they were identical. Yeah. Even Dale put the cowboy hat on. It, I mean, it looks like him right there singing. I'll have to find that video for you. I mean, it's, it's a nicer video than Alan Jackson one. This next one from a awesome country artist, Mr. Randy Travis. Yeah, yeah. One of the most iconic voices ever. He's somebody that I would love to meet. I really would. Yeah, unfortunately, you know? it'd been better years ago. Oh but. yeah, this is a uh, another great love song. Look heart, no hands. I remember Listen to that voice. That is like a check that you can take to the bank. Yeah, it is good. That's the person that I, I want to read the newspaper to me every day. Yeah. Sing it to me, Randy. <laughs> Wouldn't that just put you at ease? Such a just a crisp, deep voice. There's nobody that sounds like that. No change, no 
No strings, no fences, no walls. He's got that little. <laughs> no net. I, I can just, I can listen to all his music all day long. He's. It's hard to find somebody that yeah, doesn't like his voice, because it's it's undeniable. Very undeniable. I mean, it's not as good as like Stapleton, but it's up well, there. I mean, Stapleton's a whole other animal. You couldn't compare those two. No, he's a different. It's a different animal. Yeah. This next one ain't going down till the sun comes up. I used to could do that verse. Like yeah. I learned it in the eighth grade. Fast when it come out. This is a good song. How well do you know it? I don't. You don't know it? I, I mean, I know some of it. I don't know. It's been so, so long since I've listened to it. I mean, it's a great song. This next one, such a heartbreak song. Oh, my goodness. And two of the great vocalists of all time, too. Reba and Vince. Vince Gill, man. I mean, people don't even realize. They don't realize how great of a national treasure he is to country music. To all music, really. You know he plays with the Eagles now? Yeah. He's like a member. He's going on tour with him, yep. Like. This was such a great song. Yeah. It still is. The Heart Won't Lie. And it's such a truthful song. Yeah. It's, Listen uh, to that. Well, he cleaned up well back then, too, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Uh, That's another one that I could just play it all the way out, you know? So, let me tell you a few songs that he had a hand in writing that okay. you might not know. Hotel California. No, he didn't. Lion Eyes. No, wait a minute, wait a minute. Go Vince Gill wrote Hotel California. He had a hand in writing. He didn't write the whole, like, solely. Really? I'm looking at it right now. Well, I guess I just figured he was in the Eagles because he was famous and, like, he liked their music, so he joined the band. So he has history with the Beatles. Like, I didn't know this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to have to cover Vince Gill. For sure, 100%. <laughs> yeah, like, don't even go any further. Okay. <laughs> because I'm afraid I'm going to be let down. Like, I didn't know this already. All right, the next one, Mr. John Anderson, Money in the Bank. He'll never outlive the song Swingin'. I no. mean, you know, that's kind of an iconic song for him. And his voice is, I've said it like 
three or four or five times now. It's so unique. Well, you know, I feel like as an artist, if you can pull off a catalog to where you're not defined by a song, mm -hmm. that is just awesome. I mean, John Anderson, he's a great singer, great person, yeah. but he will always be remembered as swinging. He bought a uh, barbecue sauce that was made in Monroe County, Kentucky, and he marketed it and sold it in stores. <laughs> it was a classic, you know, vinegar you know, barbecue. He came up and ate at uh, Francis's. This was. Are they still open, Francis? Yeah, barbecue? they they have a. Uh, I guess it's considered a mobile hmm. yeah, barbecue, like a like a food truck, like a food truck, because it burnt down so many times. Like the original location burnt three times, and the secondary location burnt three times. Oh. Couple, only a couple of them was for insurance. Kind of really odd. Yeah. Had that many fires. One of the owners had some issue with drugs and whatnot, but allegedly, I mean, I don't know. I'm speculating, and I, it's what I was told. I don't know if I believe it, but I'll spread it. Um, yeah, but it was delicious when I was growing up, man. It yeah. was so good. It's gradually not the same. Of course, nothing ever is. You know, yeah. it always changes eventually. Yeah. And but their sauce their sauce was so good yeah. it was a recipe that all the barbecues in Monroe County use which is what makes it so unique and so damn delicious <laughs> this next one is from the powerhouse group Alabama you know I remember this song but I don't remember it being called Reckless for some reason I like Alabama, but I don't really remember this as much. This is the artist that I did all the research and lost it. Oh, yeah? Yeah, like, and it was great stories. Like, I I'm can't sure. wait to do the Alabama. Yeah, they're classic. Stuff. I mean, they were huge. It was huge. like seven pages. I still haven't found it. Uh, it's like Bert Kreischer lives in his, uh, yeah, uh, his joke book, his little notebook that he wrote all his jokes in. He, he lost, lost it. it he too. lost it at the comedy store in L.A. Well, I think somebody has it. Yeah. And uh, so all of his all, all of his ideas for like a year and a half gone. <laughs> so the next artist, Mark Chestnut, we had his son on the show. You remember Casey we was on? We too. And they, he, they were involved in an, an accident. And yeah, had some, had, I've seen that. I think they lost all of their equipment. But yeah. I hope everything's going better for for Casey. But I don't know. Yeah, he's uh he's actually releasing a follow-up to Bubba Shot the Jukebox because he's considered as Bubba, yeah, right? you know? Uh, this song is Mark Chestnut, It Sure Is Monday. This is another song that... Wow. It's a good one. He's got that mom, Texas accent yeah. in there. My mom always loved him. Yeah, I can see that. Hitting it now. The next one. This one right here kind of brings back memories for me. Yeah. Do, do, do you remember this song before I play it? I remember the song, but I do not remember Doug Supernova. 
So he didn't have a lot of songs. This was the one. One hit wonder. I, I we need to do that for you yeah. know, country artists. Yeah, you know, we one do. hit wonders. Yeah. So I remember being seven or eight years old, and I asked my dad, I was like, have you heard this song? But as a kid, you know, you don't really understand the lyrics until you listen to the whole song. But this is I Don't Call Him Daddy. Whoever knew that it would come back. Well, this these were the original ones wearing Justin Boots hat. Yeah. Two dimes to make a phone call. Two dimes to make a phone call. <laughs> Something you don't hear no more. No. Look at that. Look yeah. at that dooley. Here's a quarter. Call somebody. Cares. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people using a lot of that loose change to make phone calls back then. You know, as a kid, I thought that, like, I was paying tribute to tell my dad I thought about him. I don't call him daddy, but he takes care of things. Yeah. I didn't realize that spin as a child. And that's how my dad was. Yeah. When he picked me up on Friday, he'd bring me something or do something. I'll never forget being a kid and my dad for breakfast. He's like, uh, you want a pizza or do you want chicken strips? I'm like, we can have that for breakfast. <laughs> yeah, whatever you want, buddy. <laughs> like, it was it was the coolest thing. Let me tell I you mean, what that song kind of reminds me of. What? I, I, hate to, I hate to cut your story off, but it reminds me. It just kind of hit me. It reminds me of your friend. Who plays with Garth now? Who writes Mitch some, Russell. Reminds me of his song that he song. did on America's Got Talent. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of intertwined there a little yeah. bit. Yeah. And Very similar. With my dad, you know, like, we could have pizza or chicken strips for breakfast, and that was the coolest thing. But it even got really cool, like, when I got to spend the night with him, and he would take me to school, mm -hmm. and, like, he would stop and get, like, Doritos. Because, yeah. like, for some reason, I envisioned as a kid, we didn't have Doritos at the house, but, like, Dad got them, and Doritos were cool back then. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Such a memory of a song. It just takes me right back. Oh. This next one, Travis Tritt, another iconic 90 artist who is still on the road today playing all these same hits. Another iconic, you know, head of lettuce. <laughs> Yeah, and this song, this, like I pictured, I didn't get to have a wedding, so I'm going to sound like a girl right now. You wanted to be in that white dress. I wanted this song to be playing. Yeah. Like I always wanted to get married on the beach Yeah. with people that were there that mattered. And with all like your bridesmaids. Songs like this. Yeah. In the time I love this song. It's a good song. You are not going to ruin my memory. <laughs> and like, you know, I've thought about having a wedding after the fact. Yeah. But you really can't. Because. You can, but yeah, it's you, not, it's the, not same. the same feeling. Because you're fresh. You've never been mad at each other. 
yeah. you've never done wrong to each other. And like, it's not the same magical feeling. Here it is right here. I love this freaking song. I can tell. <laughs> if you promise me these simple things, I can guarantee you can always count on me. Here he goes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, Travis is awesome. All right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. I'd love to hear him and Chris Stapleton do a song, even if they covered one yeah. of his old ones. Right. Wouldn't that be awesome be to good. hear Chris Stapleton? Now, I will say one thing that I'm not really, I wasn't impressed with, and you'll have to go back and look on TikTok. So when George Strait ends the show because of rain, he yeah. closes it with Amarillo by morning. Mm-hmm. Chris Stapleton standing right beside of him, and he's harmonizing. Mm-hmm. But like I, I was like, Chris, are you holding back? Because I mean, I know you're standing next to the king of country music, right? But I felt like he was kind of holding back. It was a little weak. Well, I know a lot of times when you have like somebody that's a legend, it's kind of it's going to be kind of intimidating. Weird. Well, I mean, it's going to be kind of weird, but like you know, Eminem. You know, when he does a song with somebody, like if he does a verse, ain't nobody beating him in that song. He's going to come out on top. So I think he probably might have done it so George would be the, you know, the top part of the song maybe. Yeah, well, you just have to hear it. Here we are with uh, Vince Gill again. One more last chance. Remember that? I do. I love I do. it. Yeah, I mean, it's not my favorite you know, Vince Gill song, but I mean, anything his voice is doing, you're gonna enjoy. He he's into golf, and like that's a sport I never could get into. I guess the only times that I ever went, I got so drunk I don't remember leaving. Yeah, you know, I've never like really tried to play. I love golf. Do you really? It's so expensive. Like, it's kind of boring I, to me. It's boring to watch. I'll give you that. But to play, it's not. Like, if you are legit, like, you know, uh, <clears throat> focusing on it, yeah, you're going to get so frustrated. But then you're going to hit a shot that's just so good, and it feels so good when you hit it because it goes exactly where you want it to go. And that's what keeps you coming back. It's that yeah. one shot. I just don't see how people can, like, hit a ball one time so far away and it actually go in the hole. That's got to be a lot of luck. Yeah, it's a lot and of some luck. some talent, but, like, more luck. Yeah. Because, like, I mean, you can't practice that. You can practice do. sniper shots. Yeah. But, like, I mean, come on, you know? I mean, it's very – it's not 
similar per se, but it is pretty similar. Like they practice hours and hours a day. There's a big difference between a professional and somebody who's really good around like a country club. Yeah. Like a huge difference. This next song is by Clint Black. State of Mind. Big leather suitcase, all I own's inside. Since I've been walking for days, you remember this? Can't even bomb a ride. I don't know. Try stepping to a tune with the rhythm of a walking man. He always seemed like an honest guy. He does seem like an honest guy. I never thought he had a great voice, but I was never a massive fan, but like I respected him. Yeah, I think he seems like a guy that if you ran into him, he would. Yeah, speak to you, and you'd oh, actually yeah. give you a time of day. It's a lot of people on this list. I feel like wouldn't do that. Yeah, but I mean, I don't. I don't know. I'm just. That's just the vibe that you get. Yeah. This next one. Great song. Sammy Kershaw. She one of the better songs on the list, I think. Yeah. And it's a timeless song. Like, I feel like you could play this for a girl that you just met or had feelings for, yeah. and she would get it. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Here we go. She don't know she's beautiful. She don't know she's beautiful. She don't know she's beautiful. The time and time I told her so. I always like that one queen of my double wide trailer. That's a good song, too, yeah. We, we got to cover him one of these days. Yeah. This next one, When My Ship Comes In, by Mr. Clint Black, once again. <laughs> I still love his song, Killing Time. Yeah. Classic GCD song. I don't, yeah. Those are chords. I understand, but I don't know. The only I- ones that Elvis ever knew was three. You say it a lot, three chords in the truth. That's right, you know. This next one, Mr. Tracy Lawrence, Can't Break It to My Heart. Another song that I just absolutely love. I just love his voice. He's kind of like Randy Travis. Like, he has a distinct voice. He could sing one line and you know who it is. Yeah, no one word. Almost. Yep, you're right. I just can't break it to my heart. I can't believe this is me. I'm a hurting side of Love it. Yeah, it's. We're getting close, folks. Yeah, we're not far away. We are at number... 27. 27. Clint Black again. A bad goodbye. I don't know if I remember this one. Yeah, I do. I've been bound... Such a beautiful song. leave you. We've known that for... We've known that... He's got a unique voice, too, though. And a hell of a musician. Like, he was one of the first, him and Vince, 
that played like that Brad Paisley sound, like where you know who it is picking. Mm. He was one of those. I mean, in country music, you don't really see that very often. No, you don't. I mean, you know, Keith Urban. He's he's our modern day. One of the most amazing guitar players ever in country music. Yeah. Uh, Sturgill is extremely talented on the guitar. Well, supposedly with Keith, like, you have to be better than him to get into the band, which makes sense. Yeah, that's a high standard, though. It is very high. The next one, I love this song, too. I love them all. (laughs) Imagine that. But this one, such a classic that you can say now, like, what might have been. Little Texas. They were a good band. Mm-hmm. They you were. remember this song? Yeah, yeah, this you is a great song. You remember the first time you heard it? I don't know anyway, the first time I heard it. After the war, I couldn't find her. Such a great song. I have so many memories on that song. Yeah, and that's you something that we all ask ourselves. It is. Number 39 is Why Didn't I Think of That? 29. 29. Yes. <laughs> it feels like 39. And this is a, a classic slang. Mm-hmm. Why did I think of that? Something you think of when you go back to uh, you know, what might have been. Yeah. <laughs> I met him one time at the Glasgow Christmas Parade. He was the Grand Marshal. And we've been trying to get him on the podcast. We, we got have. really, really close. Like, we booked the day, uh-huh. and then he had uh, a family emergency. Yeah. yeah. Somebody had to go to the hospital, I believe. And the last one. Here he is again. (laughs) Too busy being in love. Yep, yep. He didn't think about that. No. Why didn't he think about that? Because he was too busy being in love. Look at that hair, dude. Honestly, he kind of reminds me of uh, uh, Conway. Just the way he looks. Yeah, I can see that. He was wow. too busy. We done it. 30 we, songs that are 30 years it. old. Happy what's, birthday, 30 songs. What's one artist that if you had to feel like was a Cole Swindell of the 90s, who would it be? Um, I mean, I guess it would be Billy Ray Cyrus. Really? I just never liked him. Yeah. I had the uh, pajamas, Aggie yeah. Berkey Heart pajamas. Yeah, I could see that. Did you? No. Oh, well. I thought every kid did. No, most kids like superheroes. I wonder who the who was the first artist to have the mullet. I mean, Tracy it had could, it. I mean, it could Billy have been Ray Billy Ray. Had yeah. It. We'll have to research. I that. mean, Randy had a little bit of an Alabama waterfall, but it Just wasn't like it wasn't like Tracy Lawrence, and it wasn't like Billy Ray, and it wasn't like John Anderson had one. Yeah. Um, a lot of people did. Yeah. Business in the front, party in the back. That's right. All right, so what's your top three out of these? Mm, number three, I'm going to give to Brooks and Dunn. Rock my world, little country girl. My number three is I don't call him daddy. Number two. Just don't call me late for supper. Uh, My number two is is she don't know she's beautiful. Okay. My number two is what might have been. 
My number one. It's those alibis and okay. Not a bad song. If you move away from the microphone, yeah. it kind of sounds like his voice. Yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> Um, so the next one would for me, and I don't think it's because it's well written. I don't think that it's even close to being the greatest one on the list. It's because I have so many memories with it, and that is Chattahoochee, down yonder, on Chattahoochee. Well, I think if you polled a thousand listeners of country music and had those thirty songs ahead of rank. I'm pretty sure Chattahoochee would end up number one just because everybody knows it. Everybody yeah. knows that iconic video of that that boat and all those little shirtless dudes, you know, yeah, rubbing all over each other. Everybody yeah, remembers that, that cowboy jersey and a blue jeans ripped up. Yeah, yeah. He was wearing ripped up blue jeans before it was cool. Right, he really was. Yeah. <laughs> all Trendsetter right. Alan Jackson. So we've got it knocked out, folks. We promise as soon as we get the studio up and going. We're going to dive deep into some of these artists. Yeah, I've actually episode 95. I've actually done some research. Oh, yeah. yeah believe it or How not. How many? Just a couple. Just a couple. Okay. But they're Female good ones. or male? They're both male, and they're both newer. Okay. You usually do the older artists. I, yeah. I, I, I like the newer ones. Okay. All right, folks. Well, keep that reclu- request line busy. Yeah, we it love popping. it. We yeah. love it when you guys send us requests. Yeah, that's great. All right. That's all I got. Yeah. Uh, Thanks as always, folks. Without you, we're not here. Um, We love you. Stay safe. God bless. Remember to like, share, rate, review, comment, subscribe, follow, all those things. We love you. Yeah, thank you. Hasta mañana. This here podcast was prepared and accomplished by the Country Music Critic. The views and opinions expressed on the Country Music Critic are not necessarily those of the guests, sponsors, or anyone associated with the production of this here podcast. The Country Music Critic releases itself from all misrepresentation. Any information shared on this podcast was researched and obtained using the World Wide Web, a.k.a. the interweb. Comments made on the Country Music Critic are meant to be informative, comical, or just plain silly, and not meant to defame, asperse, calumniate, slander, traduce, vilify, or beam a line in any way. Why do you boys consistently make me say all of them tough words? Don't like it. Thanks for joining us on the Country Music Critic, and we'll catch y'all next time.